On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks get a win against a Starsless Pelicans team. Let's go. Jaden Hardy gets some run. Luka Doncic and Christian Wood have a great connection. We'll talk about that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks. Welcome to the Mavericks. don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager. Locked on podcast network, letting it ride. Thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen each and every day and every post game. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Give me one reason in the comment section. Give me one reason the Mavericks won this game. Joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com, the hearty party person, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? It's the Jaden Hardy party. It's It's Saturday night. We're recording this on Saturday night. I think we just might just stay up all night. Just in the in the Hardy Club. And do what? And do what? Hardy, let's go party. Let's go. I actually don't know how long this goes on for. <laughs> Who's greater? Jaden Hardy or Tom Hardy? Wow. Jaden. <laughs> what about Ed Hardy? Isn't that that designer that <laughs> had a stranglehold on elementary school, like uh, notebooks and backpacks? Oh, I was like, where are you going with this here? <laughs> Jaden is better. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was a fun game. Get, you you took care of business against a team literally missing every decent player on their on their squad. Wow! Shots at but Herb Jones. Shots at Jonas Valanciunas. The Mavs cared zero crap about Herb Jones tonight. Yeah, they, no, they didn't care about Herb Jones at all. <laughs> Even uh, though Jonas is fun. Dallas Mavericks beat the Pelicans one hundred and twenty-seven to one hundred and seventeen. No Zion. No Ingram. No CJ McCollum. No Larry Nance Jr. for the Pelicans. <laughs> Uh, this was the this was the play a couple weeks ago. This was the play. You sit your stars and the Dallas Mavericks lose, and it got kind of close at the end. I'm not gonna lie. What did it? It got to like within six at the end. There, you're like, uh, guys, guys, can we win this game? But another one of these weird games. The Mavericks only won one quarter. They beat. They won the first quarter, 34 to 15. They lost every other quarter. What did you see in the first quarter? Um, they rebounded really well, and the <laughs> sorry, I I couldn't keep it up. Um, they did lose the rebounding battle tonight. Just won the point, but they won it in the first quarter though. So rebounding matters. <laughs> they won. <laughs> you you ruined my. <laughs> I couldn't even keep it going there. Uh, but no, I mean Luca came out hot, right? I mean he had like 15, 14 points there. Uh, he had fourteen in the first quarter. Um. You know, the first quarter happens. And you're like, all right, it's going to be one of those nights. You know, they coast. They, uh, yeah. And it's like, this is what we need. This is going to be a fourth quarter less Luka Doncic, which he ended up playing in the fourth. Um, probably won't see him tonight. OKC, but yeah. Um, but yeah, 15 to <laughs> 15 to 34 uh, in, in the first quarter. And, you know, both of them hit a couple threes, Tim and Luka. 
Uh, Christian Woods started off really well. Got in foul trouble early on, though. Uh, Valanciunas just was like, all right, I'm going to get two fouls on you, uh, even though you're scoring. And um, But, you know, even when Christian Wood checked out, they kept on rolling. And, yeah, they took care of business in the first quarter. Yeah, for, and then I thought that the Pelicans didn't really know where to go offensively. <laughs> it felt like a lot of times. Yeah. I mean, how many guys in the first quarter, like, took shots? Uh, there were a bunch of guys with just like two shots. Najee Marshall was handling the ball a lot for them. And like, that's, he's playing out of position there. Like Jose Alvarado is not like a set the table point guard. He started the game, came out pretty quick. And then you're like, okay, well now, now what are we doing? Like, like now they don't have any set the table type guys. They don't have any go-to offensive players at that point. And so that's how you score 15 points. If you just don't really have a, a set like plan coming out, if you don't have one of those stars, but Mavs, well, well, the- Mavs took advantage of it. You know, they they faced in New Orleans earlier in the season. It was like game four of the season. Ingram, Zion didn't play at all either. And, you know, that was the game that, you know, Pelicans beat them. Uh, so Dallas definitely, you know, had something go off of going into this game saying, all right, we can't take these guys lightly because we've already lost to them without Ingram and Zion. But in that first game they played early in the season, game four, game three um, of the year, you know, that's when Trey Murphy hit like four threes. Devontae yeah. Graham hit like four threes, you know, tonight. Trey Murphy or Devontae Graham didn't hit a three in the first quarter. Um, but, you know, they they just they held some of these guys in check. And it felt like this is one of those games where if they came out flat and, you know, it, it sucks and they lose to a team like this, this is where I'm like really questioning the coaching. But this is where I think coaching deserves some praise of like, hey, we're going to keep the, we're going to get this team prepared. We're going to learn from our the first you know mistakes we made that first time we played them without those guys. And uh, they took care of business. Jason Kidd changed the starting lineup. He started Dwight Powell with Christian Wood. Coming into that game, that lineup had only played like 127 minutes, which is like a game and a quarter, essentially, like a full game and a quarter's worth of possessions. And it had like a really good offensive rating, 128 points per hundred possessions, and 130 points per hundred possession defense. What did you see from that uh, that lineup starting the game in this one? Well, I mean – you know, Christian Wood versus Valanciunas is going to be a super unique matchup, right? Like, you're two totally di- different That's a, type of... a very interesting way to put that, what you just said. What, a unique matchup? A unique matchup. It is a, <laughs> well, it, I, it is a unique challenge for, for Christian Wood to guard Jonas Valanciunas. But I think it's the other way around, too, to where, like, Valanciunas couldn't get out on the perimeter on, yeah. on Christian Wood. And, you know, Wood finished with four... Yeah, he finished with four threes tonight. And, you know, him his ability to stretch the floor... That that hurt Valanciunas. Now, yeah, you look down low, and you know Valanciunas had he only had ten boards. I thought he could have had like twenty in this rebound, you know, in this game going into it. But you know, he got some fouls early on, and Christian went early. But everything for them just came down to you know the points and stuff early on. It's, it's like you said. I mean, their three main offensive guys didn't play in this game, so you start looking across the board. And it's like they got a bunch of like three and D dudes or like specialist guys. If I was them, I honestly should have went. I would have went to Valanciunas more and post him up and try to really just slow the game down. But they just didn't have an answer for Luca. They they played so much drop on Luca that it's yeah. just like you really you know which you know no matter who you are you're playing against Luca you're just picking your poison like what I mean Luca can beat any defense but drop. Like you're gonna play drop on Luca and just you know take the guy under and drop the big and just dare Luca just like. Not only you're giving Luca shots, but you're allowing Luca so much space to just make decisions that it's just it's always just funny to me when I see teams play drop. Counterpoint for the Pelicans: if they didn't drop Valanciunas, he would have fouled out in like 
in like two minutes, I think, against, <laughs> against Luca, because I think Luca would have just had him up in the air and all over the place and draped all over him. But I love that that Dwight Powell Christian Wood lineup to start allowed them to double uh, Valanciunas a little bit more. And they doubled Valanciunas throughout the game, even when they didn't have two bigs out there. Even when they had just JaVale out there. JaVale, we'll talk about him oh, a, little, a little later on. Yes, we will, we'll talk baby. About him, but, uh, but even when they had... Even when they had JaVale out there, they doubled Valanciunas. And I thought that that was a defensive strategy they chose that uh, was actually really positive because so he's the only dude who could score. He was the only guy that was going to score like ISO points or like buckets on his own. So uh, yeah. they decided to, you know, to double, to throw the double on him. It worked out well for him. And uh, yeah, you had the first half, Mavericks really, really took care of business, especially that first quarter. And the rest of the game, they just kind of coasted through the rest of it, even though it got close there. They only hit five threes in the game. So, you know, when when you go against a team like this that is missing all those guys that have a bunch of these, like, specialist guys or 3 and D guys for just lack of better terms there, then just guard the perimeter, right? Like, dare these guys. Dare Trey, Trey Murphy. Uh, dare, you know, Herb Jones to take you off the dribble and try to score. And that's what they were trying to do. That That's just not their, like, skills because all the other dudes who set up the offense, you know, didn't play in the game. So... It was a smart game plan from Dallas because they went five of twenty nine from three. Uh, they didn't shoot a ton of threes. They didn't obviously make a ton of threes. Only seventeen percent for them uh, tonight, New Orleans. So it was a great game plan, great performance all around. Especially you know, well for that dumb little stretch at the it's end. Not but. real defensively a great performance later. But, but. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But coming up, let's talk about the Luca and Christian Wood connections. I thought they had some really good plays tonight. What are we seeing from that duo? And then, of course, we'll talk about Jaden Hardy and. Javel. Talk about that coming up. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into the rest of this game. The Dallas Mavericks get the win against the Pelicans. And Luka and, and Christian Wood, I thought, had just one of their best connecting games where you could just see the, the chemistry between the two of them. Like, Luka and Porzingis would have one of these games every once in a while where you could just feel like there was a rhythm between the two of them. You could tell that they were both like if you're a musician on the same like BPMs, like they were on the same rhythm, the same beats per minute. And uh, Luca finished with 34 points, 10 boards. He got that 10th board. He really, really got that 10th yeah, board, really wanted 10 assists. Uh, and then Christian Wood had 28 points with four threes. What did you see from the, uh, the duo there in Christian Wood and Luca? Christian Wood, 28 points in 23 minutes. It's really, really effective. Yeah. Um, you should like send those DM those tweets or those stats to somebody. And the the Christian Wood Luca combo tonight. You know, I think one of the things with KP and Luca was coming into it, KP thought he was on Luca's level. Like yes. I think that was one of the things all along. One hundred percent too. Some people I'm I'm sure you listening are probably like, there's no way he thought he did. He thought yeah. that. But you 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 also gotta look at it too and say different backgrounds, right? Of Christian Wood and, and KP. Like yep. KP was a you know top what he went fourth or fifth overall in his draft top draft pick in his draft he was an all-star one time like i mean kd everybody talking about a unicorn so like all that stuff like he'd accomplished more christian was undrafted like literally undrafted out of unlv bounced around the league and even though he's you know put up some good stats over the past few years and playing really good basketball now it's like he in tweeting before the season about being an all-star and all this stuff it's he's still like he, it feels like he still knows his place that he knows this place in a way of, hey, this is Luca's team, and I'm going to embrace that it's Luca's team, and that's where it feels like they have a more more of a connection than KP and Luca ever did. 
Yeah. At least on, sure. at least on the, on the court. Consi- like more consistently too. Yeah, and you see them, you know, both talking about it, which, you know, KB and Luca talked about too, but like even some of the longer quotes Luca's given out of, "Hey, he, you know, when I yell at him, I think he told Cali Kaplan that of like, when I yell at him, he doesn't care, you know, like all that he stuff." Get mad at me. They have fun out on the floor, but he 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 gives him a lot of what KP gave him, the pick and pop option with the pick and roll option. So, yeah, they had the, you know, the lobs going down tonight, the Oof. you know, the no-look one-handed lob from Luka. He really didn't get Valanciunas with it. It was funny cuz Valanciunas still but he still passed at the perfect spot. And then the the clip of Luka like going down the floor like looking at his hand, look it was just like uh, what uh, He doesn't know ever what he's going to do, but it's just dance. funny. The little like no look dance that he did, like, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. That was in the third quarter. Just, just an absolutely wild pass. But I thought that their their connection, I thought, was you. You felt that rhythm. You felt that Luca could hit Christian Wood wherever he was, and that Christian Wood. I feel like and we've seen this on on three point shots, but I, I thought we saw it more in this game than before. Him getting to the right spot in the lane in order to get a pass from Luca. Like there was just like at the end of the third quarter, Luca whipped that pass like right over a double team, right to Christian Wood, who was by himself in the paint. Like just little little plays like that show you, first of all, what a savant Luca is at getting people oh, the yeah. ball. But also you start to see the connection. You start to see that Luca and Christian Wood know, all right, if, if I'm gonna get doubled here, Wood's like, I'm gonna roll right the basket and I'm gonna turn around, I'm gonna know where the ball is, and Luca's gonna hit him right there with it. And uh, like that, that connection is is really really necessary for this team going forward. It was great to see it in this one. And man, a Christian Wood wide open three is like I'm the most confident in that shot. I think that maybe any shot the Mavericks take right now, like any wide open. I think besides maybe Luca and maybe even Luca because Luca set sh- like catch and shoot threes aren't as great. But like I feel like I'm more confident in Christian three wide open catch and shoot three than like anyone else in the roster. More than Reggie. Yeah. More than Reggie, more than Tim, more than Jaden Hardy, even. Oh man, no, it's 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 water, Luca. I mean, but even Luca's catch and shoot threes are like that's not like we, we because we don't see them. I'm just saying I, it would be one of those two guys that, and it's crazy to think of it because Christian Wood, you know, is what six ten, six eleven, yeah. and he's you know shooting what forty percent from three. I think the uh, the foul trouble is is kind of concerning. Christian Wood only plays seven minutes and thirty two seconds in the first the first half. He has three fouls and. It's something you're just gonna have to watch, right? If the Mavs ever play a center like that in the in the the playoffs at a certain point, or even just you know some kind of big like that, uh, Christian Wood getting in foul trouble is really gonna hurt this team. And uh, Dwight Powell's getting in foul trouble. Javale McGee, we're gonna talk about him in a second. He played like the fir- his first 12 minutes, he had five fouls. <laughs> like this was one, another yeah. one of those games where just every big on the Mavericks team was just getting a ton of fouls called against them. Uh, and even even the the Pelicans, I thought there was a bunch of fouls called against their bigs, but. Um, but yeah, so the Luca Wood connection continues on. Um, we saw an incredible Jaden Hardy game. I thought he finished the game, 15 points, couple of steals. He had a, a rebound, seven of nine from the field, hit a three. Thought Jaden Hardy one of the big things that he did really well in this game, and that we've seen a little bit more, and definitely better than what we saw last year in some of the you know the scouting stuff we did doing our draft profiles. He's finishing at the rim really, really well. Like he had a couple of really good finishes. That one play. In the, uh, oh, what was it? It was in the, it was, I think it was in the third quarter where he isos on the top of the key against Herb Jones and then finishes around him. Like, that's just not a play I would have expected him to finish coming into this year when he got drafted. Yeah. 
I will I will push back a little bit on the on the like finishing at the rim thing. If if you guys remember our draft profile thing, we when we talked about this, this is one of the things thrown out about him about his finishing at the rim. And I sit there on that pod and said, I am not worried about him finishing at the rim at all because he can finish because it wasn't a because because I remember us talking about it because that was one of the big talking points. We went back, watched every single possession in the G League last year in which he finished at the rim. And it wasn't a well, he's too small and he's getting blocked all the time. It wasn't a, you know, he he just going down there and he just can't get the shot up. It was a him making bad decisions of when to challenge people. That was my biggest takeaway. It wasn't that he couldn't finish at the rim. It was the decision making around the rim. And that's where he's a little bit more polished now, a little bit more mature with the ball around the basket. So it's like, I never had an issue with him. It's like, he could finish at the rim. He has all the moves yeah. to finish at the rim. It's just when is he going to decide when to take it to the rim? That's what he had to figure out. And I think that's what he's gotten better at is the decision making around the rim. That's that's what it is. And he look he's so smooth, so fun with so the basketball. Fast. So fast. I'm I'm excited. I, I still don't know like what the pathway is for him in the rotation, but you know, they're saying all the right thing. I want to see what it look. We all want to see what it looks like when Josh, Dorian, all the guys come back. And it's like, all right, now let's see how it all shakes out. I asked Jaden Hardy after the game. I said, what's the biggest difference between you finishing last year in the G League and finishing this year in the NBA, especially tonight? And he said, the one thing is focus. And that totally what you just said about his his weaknesses last year was the actually, like, he, he can finish at the rim. He has the ability. It just was that it's like some, some of it decision-making and some of it just like... He, didn't like it just didn't work sometimes when, yeah. he, when he finished and so in this game especially and throughout this year he's focused a lot more at the rim he's focusing on you know getting through contact and making sure that he's completely locked in in that moment to get the ball at the rim and that, that's what he has to work on right is the focus especially in some of these drives you saw one tonight where the thing I've been harping on him about is that he drives in the lane sometimes just collapses and turns it over and then that creates a really awful like live ball turnover transition for the Mavericks or for the the legends or whoever whatever team he was playing with but if you if you focus through it you stay committed to the decision you make and he did so well in that tonight hit a hit a catch and shoot three which you love to see and uh and then yeah had a bunch of really good finishes ended up finishing the game and man he was out there when the lead was kind of slipping with that that uh that really young group that the kid decided yeah, was, yeah. to throw out there but it was a tough uh, group uh, you can tell he has the it factor, though, in yeah. the sense of not the it factor as like Luca, superstar of the league, it factor, but like the it factor when it comes to just, I hate when this term's thrown out, but it's like you, you just got to like throw it out. The Hooper, like the Yo, Hooper. Yo, he's a Hooper. You know, he's built different, Isaac. But he, he has that, that feeling of, you know, him and Frank are both players in the National Basketball Association, but totally different type Very of vibe different. of players, Mentality. right? Like, it's like you can throw him out there and you see whenever you hear everybody talk about him, it's like, dude, he's just a bucket. Like he's got the feel for the game in the sense of like scoring the basketball. And that's the fun. I mean, whatever we've, we've always said Jordan Poole on this pod. Uh, I've seen a, you know, friend of the pod, friend, you know, Oscar Gruya tweet, you know, that he's Roddy B incarnate tonight. <laughs> uh, you know, that's so, that's Roddy a lot of B. fun. 
whatever his role is, I, it's going to be a lot of fun to see him develop. He had a quote after the game tonight. Uh, Cali Kaplan tweeted it out. He said, I'm not being really scared of anybody. It's just hooping. I've been doing it my whole life. That's a Hooper quote right there. Like that, yeah. that is a guy that, that knows like, all right, hey, it's just basketball, right? And like that's the, the mentality you want from a guy that has to earn minutes and has to go out there and is only going to get like five minutes here, 15 minutes here. And there, like, you got to come out there and not be scared of a moment, be able to do what you do. And he did. He went out there in 15 points. And you've kind of seen now with, with Jaden Hardy, like, anytime he's going to get, what, anytime he gets, like, 10 minutes or so, he's going to score fi- 10 to 15 points. It's just the way that he is. Just the, Like, he's that talented and that skilled of a scorer um, that he's just going to go out there. Yeah, anytime he's at over 15 minutes, he's scored 15, exactly 15 points. In the Chicago That's game wild. without Luka, the Boston game, and then now in this uh, in this Pelicans game, he scored 15 points in each of them. Do you want to talk about your boy? JaVale McGee. I mean, I got to at least talk about the one game that he's looked serviceable. <laughs> <laughs> JaVale McGee comes out. Uh, Christian Wood gets in foul trouble. Dwight Powell gets in foul trouble. JaVale McGee enters in the first quarter and has a, in the, like right out of the gate. Ten, ten, like a, 10 seconds after he comes back in, huge block on Jonas Valanciunas gets a rebound after that. And you're like, Oh dang! Like we're actually seeing what we hoped that Javale McGee could be. Oh yeah, I mean he had some. He had one block tonight at the rim. I want to say it was Herb Jones uh, in the second half. He went over there, grabs the ball from the ref, and then signs the ball. Like acts like he's signing the ball <laughs> with a fake marker. That's like after a terrible Owens it. thing to do. I was I was laughing so hard uh, from Javale, oh, but had a couple donks, you know, and. It's just like, yeah, I mean, you tweet out during the game is like, this is what the Mavs hoped they, you know, they'd gotten, you know, when they signed JaVel and it's, you know, they haven't gotten it at all this season. So uh, if they could, you know, get some spot minutes like that from JaVel, that would be huge for them, you know, as the season goes along against guys like, you know, Valanciunas and stuff. One of the hard things about a game like this, though, is you start looking around the roster and you're like, well, JaVale played well and Jaden Hardy played well and, you know, Tim played really well. I'm like, oh, Dwight did some things. And, like, <laughs> Christian Wood was awesome. You're like, okay, let's hold let's hold on because they're literally playing against the backups of the backups of the, of the Pelicans yeah. with yeah. the Pelicans missing four guys. So you start looking around and you're like, okay, well, let's not start acting like all these guys are just so different than the Celtics game, the, like the game before where we were yeah. saying, Oh, Luca has no help and there's nothing else going on for him. But we did see JaVale McGee uh, to protect the rim, which they really needed get six rebounds, which they've really needed. And if he can add any of that, like we, we didn't even have such high expectations for him at the beginning of the season. It was like, can he play 15 to 18 minutes a night? We didn't, I didn't think he was going to start, but then they, Promise him that he was I, gonna... I was higher on it than you were, and I was yeah. high on it in the sense of I thought he would be a replacement for Dwight Powell and play that 15 to 18 minutes, get better, more rebounds than Dwight, protect the rim better than Dwight. And he just hasn't been that at all. Like, he's just looked old. But tonight, it, it's it been fun. It was fun tonight. It was. And, uh, yeah, but but five fouls, five fouls in 12 minutes was uh, is definitely concerning from that from that point of view. But a lot of the Mavs bigs were in, were in foul trouble in this one. Uh, Luca had a couple of moments in this game. There's, there's a moment in the third quarter where he like early in the third quarter, he fell like on like right in front of the Mavs bench and yeah. he's sitting there and I pulled out my, my charts binoculars and I looked across, I looked across and like, he's sitting right under Cuban. <laughs> it's just like this weird thing. And Luca gets up and he's holding his lower back and he's like kind of 
like does that Luca thing where it looks like he's like seriously injured, but we know that he's gonna be okay in like five minutes. And I focused on Cuban, and Cuban is like, oh, oh, he's like so mad about Luca falling down, like Luca getting hurt, and then Luca like went and finished his triple double. It was like such a weird moment, but uh, Luca doesn't seem like he's gonna play in the Thunder game. They kept him out there for extended run. What did he, he finish with like thirty nine minutes in this game? So. Doesn't seem yeah. like he's going to play against the Thunder. What do you expect to see against the Thunder? Um, we've we've been told that we're going to get more Hardy, but we'll see if that's true because Jason Kidd um, doesn't necessarily. Um, what's the? What's the he well, I saw the. Yeah, you know, he also talked. Guys, the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he also talked about Jaden Hardy being six man stuff before. You know, before the game, and he was the eleventh man checked into the basketball game tonight for the match. But. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, if Luca, you know, assuming he doesn't go against OKC, got to see who else doesn't go. You know, sometimes when they do this is, you know, it's a couple of guys that don't go on in the game. Um, but yeah, more Jaden Hardy, more Spencer Dinwiddie. If Christian Woods playing in this game, like, you know, go off Christian Wood. Let's do your thing. Let's get a 35 point game from Christian Wood on in OKC. That'd be huge. Yeah, this could be the the Wood 40 point game, but they they have they have a bunch of wings they can throw at him and he has struggled against wings like that. And so I'm really interested to see how he's going to respond and how he's going to uh play when it's like, "All right, you're the guy now," basically. Uh it starts with yeah. Dinwiddie and then it goes to to you. Let's see in the last two, yeah, in the last two Thunder games, Christian Wood has scored 8 points and 11 points. He took 9 shots and 10 shots in those games. So their wings have really bothered him. I'm really interested to see how he responds to that. And we should, we should see an extended run of Jaden Hardy. I don't always tell you guys the truth. Jason Kidd said that he was going to, but I'm not hundred percent sure if we're going to, uh, but that should be good. I'm excited to see, to see that. And uh, yeah, we'll have a post game after that. We'll continue have five day a week podcasts. And yeah. Over under 32 and a half points for SGA. Oh, oh give me the over 32 and a half. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'll g- take the over. Give me, give me the over on that one because this team is not defending really well at all right now. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with the post game pod. We'll have the rest of the pod this week. Guys, thanks for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom.